0: Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode. Today, we're talking about working in retail or customer service, basically working with the public when you are blind or partially sighted. And I haven't really had that kind of job myself, really, so I'm really excited to hear from my co-hosts today. We have Jill and Acacia. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, so maybe uh, we'll start if you can each introduce yourselves and uh, remind us about your level of vision and uh, what what kind of jobs have you done where you've been dealing with the public? <laughs> um, Jill, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, mine's not super
2: recent. It's um, been about I think maybe four years ago. Uh, but you know, still relevant. So mm. I um, back in my hometown, I worked at the Safeway um, grocery store for three years um, as what they're, they' they called a courtesy courtesy clerk um so you know I would like I would um help people like pack their groceries into bags into carts um I would help like if they wanted to a parcel pickup they'd drive up to the door I'd load up the back of their car with the groceries um I would bring carts back to like the little I don't know what you call that the cart station Mm -hmm. (laughs) um uh I would do like flower wraps like yeah just kind of the basic little handy things. It's a really good
1: experience. And what was your level of vision at that time?
2: Oh, I was totally blind the whole time.
1: Okay. Yep. And Acacia.
2: Um, so I have low
3: vision, so I have trouble seeing distance in detail. Like I can't read small print and especially when there's glare and contrast or sorry, glare or bad contrast, it's really hard for me to see. Um, so the job I had before the job I have now, I worked as a floor worker in a movie theater. Um, which was actually really fun, but basically I took tickets and did all the customer service stuff. And then also did things like I cleaned up the theaters after every movie, which was, well, that part was gross, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and then currently I work in a grocery store. So part of the time I work in the bakery where I'm closing the bakery by myself a lot. And then part of the time I work in groceries. So I'm stocking the shelves, um, and that kind of thing.
1: Okay. Awesome. I have so many questions about all these cool jobs you guys have done. So this is fantastic. I'm curious before you even applied for these jobs, were you concerned about the fact that you had a visual impairment? Uh, were you worried about, you know, whether you'd be able to do certain aspects of the job? This is kind of to all of you. Were you worried Jill maybe you can go first.
2: Yeah so I my situation was a little bit unique in the sense that um, I, like I, you know, one of the other uh, visually impaired people in the town that were younger um, she had already had a position there at, at least for a couple of months before I uh, I guess applied. Um, so she kind of paved the way mm. but it was like again quite different in the sense like um halfway through she got a guide dog I still had my mobility cane um and we're both just like we got mixed up a lot even though she's tall and has brown hair and I'm short and blonde but that's fine they kept mixing us up um but like it wasn't as hard for me as it maybe might have been because she kind of she was already there in the same um like department as a courtesy clerk so she like a lot of what I you know might have been unsure about she kind of had already figured out or like we figured it out together since we were in the same position. Um, so yeah, so it was a little bit like it, I, I think I just got lucky. It was easier than maybe it would, probably would have been otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I also forgot to mention a job that I had before I lost like my, uh, my vision when I was low vision, I worked at KFC, um, for about, eight, uh, just just under a year, um, where I did a lot of like the sandwich and wrap, prep as well as like the you know deep frying with the fries and mm-hmm. uh, stuff so I kind of it was an interesting experience in that way because I was low vision for one of my customer service jobs and then fully blend for the grocery store job yeah so I kind of have a bit of experience
1: in with both levels of vision. Acacia what about you were you worried about being able to do the um, grocery store job?
3: By the time I had my grocery store job like it was my third job so I was sort of like I felt ready. Like I'd spent five months working in the movie theater where there were like a couple things that I had to sort of adjust, but for the most part, like I found ways to do it. So I feel like I was pretty confident, like going into my grocery store job, um, working, working in the bakery. I, you'd like, I thought there'd be a lot more things, but there honestly wasn't really problems. The only problem I faced was like reading the labels in the freezer, but like you know, I just had to like get like <laughs> crouched down on the ground and it was okay. Um, And then for stocking groceries, like at first reading the, there's like five digit numbers on the tags, figuring out like where to put the products. So it is like, you know, there is definitely challenges once in a while. Like I'm a bit slower at finding those, but like I, so when they told me that I was a little worried, but looking like i could sort of i can like just see them so i was like kind of relieved by that um but i don't know i feel like going into like by the time i was going into my grocery store job i was more confident that i could do things but before i had my movie theater job like i'd had a summer job washing dishes and then there was like a year where i was applying to jobs and applying to jobs and nobody was getting back to me and I was like a little suspicious, like, is this because of my vision. And so I was sort of like, I was sort of done being worried and kind of like frustrated by the end of it. And mm-hmm. it was like, like, I can do this. Like, why is no one realizing that? So then by the time I got to my job before Save On, I was sort of like, I was just like determined. I'm like, I'm going to make this work and they're going to see. And then,
1: and then they did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> awesome. And I can also add, um, just for like uh, when I was working at KFC, when I was low vision, um, similar to Acacia where um, I couldn't see like small print and a lot of um, like when we we would get an order in, it would show up on the screens at our station, but the screens were really bad contrast and really pixelated. Um, So it was really blurry and super hard to read. Like I could not read them. So Mm -hmm. we just ended up that whoever I was on shift shift with would just... um, They would kind of get call out what sandwich needed to be made, which worked out just fine. Um, And same thing with like the deep fryers. There's like, depending on what, you know, if you're doing fries or onion rings or whatever it was, popcorn, chicken, um, you would like press a different number for the amount of time, like it had to be deep fried. So I couldn't really see those, but like it was, you know, in like sequential order, like one, two, three, four, five or something. Mm -hmm. So I just you know, from left to right, just could figure it out that way. Um, Just know what button was for which one. So I didn't really, it didn't, the, the low vision and not being able to read the print wasn't actually as big of a deal as I thought it was going to be, so.
1: Right. So, Acacia, I'm curious with the movie theater job, Uh, cleaning, I mean, I can imagine cleaning up the theater after a show would be gross. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Was vision an issue there? Like, were you worried about being able to find popcorn on the floor or garbage or leave stuff behind that you didn't notice or, you know, was that a concern for you?
3: I think it's sort of like when I first went into, cause my first couple of shifts, shifts, I was working in the concession and then they switched me over to floor worker. And, uh, my manager just straight up told me, she's like, if this is, if this just doesn't work for you, then we can just put you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like, like I wasn't super like freaked out like oh no if this is a big part of the job or whatever but I just made sure like some people do it without turning on the cleaning lights and I couldn't obviously Mm -hmm. um so there's like you know how when you go into a movie theater it's like it's pretty dark Mm -hmm. but there's lights we turn on and it's it's okay like a lot of the shadows go away um but like you have to sweep and there's so much stuff that really you just sort of assume that everywhere is dirty. Right. So I just sort of had to like, rather be safe than sorry, just like sweep everywhere
1: mm-hmm. for the
3: most part. And it was okay. Right. Like you sort of get to know where it's going to be dirty after a while. And there were definitely like a couple of times I tried to like sweep up white marks on the floor. Cause I thought they were popcorn, but, um, you know, it was mostly, it was okay once you sort of like get into the routine and sort of get to know it.
1: Well. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that's how I clean normally. You got to <laughs> clean all the places because you can't see where the messes are. So yeah. <laughs> so did any of your employers have concerns about your visual impairment? Did it come up during an interview or during the hiring process? Um, for me, uh, with KFC, it
2: was such a, It was such a quick interview Um, and it was just like, I walked in like, Hey, looking for a job. And he's like, Oh, let's do it now. I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, Didn't expect that actually. And um, like with my, like with my eyes, you can kind of tell that there's something wrong uh, with one of my eyes a little bit. It's just kind of squintier and has like a cloudy white part. Um, So it's kind of visible. So, and I was very open about it. I just like, I'm that kind of person. Like I'm just going to get it out there. You know, people can be awkward about it if they want. Mm-hmm. um but he also knew my mom and my mom um like everybody in town knew my mom so like it helped th- that helped a lot of things like that there was already that connection that he kind of knew who I was at least right
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and he just asked if there's anything like to be aware of and I just said you know like I can't read uh small print so I'm not sure about how like I'm gonna be able to if, if I'll be able to read um the screens for like the orders or Because and I wasn't actually able to do the cash register, so that's why I never went up front. I just stayed at the back and did like food prep. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like you know, that's the only thing that ever really came up in my hiring process or interview was just like, you know, are you going to be able to read this? I don't know. Let's try. And then if I wasn't able to, it was very like flexible and like okay, cool. We'll just yell out things to you, which worked really well actually. Mm Um, and then um, like with my Safeway. Um, position because even though there was another uh, blind girl working there she actually had more vision than I did I was total she had some like light perception color shadows etc um so she was able to see a bit more but it never really seemed to like that you know I just adjusted just fine so it didn't really seem to be a problem but it definitely came up in both interviews for sure Mm
1: -hmm. um
2: but it was more of like a I'm not sure but we'll, let's just try and see what happens kind of situations for both
1: jobs so right.
2: um i sort of had like a hard
3: time like i wasn't totally sure if they knew in my interviews because mm-hmm. i mean i had like volunteer work with my beginnings on my resume but i was well i wasn't sure if like the same people that have read my resume were doing the interviews or anything mm-hmm. um so it's sort of hard like i don't know if people can always tell with me because sometimes you can like visibly see my nystagmus and I can't like hold eye contact. And I also tip my head a bit to look at things. So it's like, it'd be obvious if you were paying attention, but it might not be to everyone. So like for my, all three of my jobs, I got hired on the spot. So for my first two, I reached out to my, the person that hired me after. And was like, just so you know, this is my vision or whatever, just sort of like, just doing it as if they, didn't know and they were like really sweet about it and we're like oh yeah we'll make this work it's all good um and then in my third job the guy that hired me actually had a um it wasn't the same at all but a different sort of visual impairment of his own so he asked mm-hmm. me about it in the interview because like seemingly like in that circumstance it seemed like it was totally okay and we actually talked about it and it so like that was actually something we like connected over so in a way it almost helped me i think mm-hmm. um so like, I've never had someone ask me about it in a negative way in an interview. And whenever I told people, they're always like pretty nice about it. So I think I didn't, like if they'd asked me, I would have answered, but I didn't bring it up on my own in an interview, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's just really cool, Jill, that this it's- grocery store makes a habit of hiring blind people.
2: <laughs> well yeah, and like they hire like Safeway kind of generally speaking, but at least especially the one that I worked at in my hometown. Um, you know, like there was us two like blind girls, there was um someone who's hard of hearing, there was you know, some people um just with like other like developmental um disabilities. So they were very very open and very like let's yeah. give it a shot and see what happens and you know, like one of the guys who, who he had worked there for like, I don't even know, like 10, one guy was like 10 years, another guy was like 20 years. So it's was like, you know, it, they're very, yeah, like you said, like very inclusive, very open, very like, let's give it a shot and see what we can do and how we can make this work.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so it was a really great experience, honestly. And KFC was also very much the same. Um, I actually had to quit KFC because I was losing my vision. Um, so like, or else I probably would have stayed there, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So yeah, not both. not because they made you quit because you were yeah vision.
2: exactly. I like, was like, there's no way that like I could because I had to go back and forth to, Ed, to Edmonton so much for um like checkups and procedures and stuff. Right. Like, there's okay. no way at the time that I could keep working. Yeah. And because I lost like the vision so quickly and all of it, you know, like I didn't yeah, know how you'd to have to adjust function that. at that point <laughs> the one, like, a little and like work at a. Yeah. you know with hot grease or something so I was like okay maybe not not at the moment anyways and then Safeway just kind of like fell into my lap in a way like I met, had connected more with the other blind girl and um you know I found out that she was working at Safeway and she's like if you're interested like they you know if they hired me they'd probably hire you hire you like there's no reason they mm-hmm. wouldn't kind of thing um so kind of like you know, just that connection got me the job
1: that's really <laughs> so, cool yeah so I'm really curious about how other customers responded, because I feel like, you know, your coworkers, your employer, like obviously they're going to get to know you and understand your capabilities and stuff, but just random Joe blow off the street who comes in and asks a question and doesn't necessarily realize that you're blind or partially sighted. Like how, how does that go down? So I don't know. Acacia, we'll start with you. What if somebody comes and asks you for where to find something in the grocery store or I don't know, some, some visual type question. Do you, how do you handle that? Do you disclose in that moment that you're partially sighted or do you, do you just fake it? Like, what do you do?
3: (laughs) I feel pretty comfortable. Just straight up telling people like a lot of the time I'll just sort of try and like sort of, you know, like be like like kind of joking about it in a way, be like, like um a lot of the time I'll have older people come up and ask me to read something for them. Mm. Um, and I'll be like, oh, I, I actually have pretty bad vision myself, but um I I can try. Or like with finding stuff, the first couple of weeks I worked in grocery, I was like, oh my God, I don't know where anything is. I don't know how to like find this for people. But now I have most of it memorized in like the general location. Mm-hmm. So that helps a lot. Um when I worked at a movie theater, Sometimes people would ask me to read their tickets for them and they'd like, you know, shove a phone in my face. And I was like, oh, I. so I just always like ask, like, are you comfortable if I just like take your phone so I can zoom it in and then I can explain whatever it is you're looking for on the ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only the only point I think it was ever like awkward or like not positive was um, when people had the physical tickets, like mm-hmm. the paper ones, you'd have to reach out and take them. And I don't really have very good depth perception. So sometimes I'd either reach too far and like grab their hand, which was super awkward, or I like wouldn't reach far enough and I'd just be grabbing an air and it was just so uncomfortable and so embarrassing as I'm like reaching for nothing or I'm like, oh my God, I just touched their hand. What do I do now?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Other
3: than that, nothing, nothing too
1: extreme or anything. Well, that's pretty extreme. Cause you would have to do that all the time. Like, <laughs> well, yeah,
3: no, shift. no, that, that was bad, but it was like, <laughs> I never had someone like gotten get mad at me or be like, why did you just grab it air? I like, right. you know, just like kind of try and laugh about it and be like, Oh my God.
1: But what would you, would you say that? Would you laugh and say, Oh, my vision's not very good or. Um,
3: I feel like. Like reading the situation, like if they're a person that's like seemingly impatient, like I wouldn't try and like make conversation or whatever. Right. But like if they were just waiting, I'd be like, "Oh, sorry, I can't see very well."
1: Uh that just is bringing back like Halloween and trying to give out candy, <laughs> oh my oh my gosh. missing the bag, or <laughs> 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 giving the same person two things and the other person nothing. Like <laughs> that just. That sounds really awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> what about you, Jill? What? Yeah. How did you deal with customers?
2: <laughs> I have a couple of interesting stories. Um. So KFC again, like I said, I never interacted with the public. I was kind of the back back room guy, um. So that was fine. But with Safeway, because I was, like, I would stand at the end of the till, and like the cashier would on the conveyor belt would send me the groceries down, and then I would okay. like, beg them, right? Yeah. So and like, I never, I can't couldn't see it all to know if they had a shopping cart or not mm. um and like obviously I wanted like I needed to have their cart so I could put their bags of groceries in there mm-hmm. um so like I would always just get into a system with my like the cashiers with like hey is there a cart they'd be like yes or no and I've had like I had so many customers ask me like well why are you asking them like can't you see them like actually no they're like and then they get all awkward and weird um, or they <laughs> or we just laugh it off and I just like I just joke it off like it's all good like whatever um and like sometimes like c- if like I could reach my hand kind of over the edge of like the counter and if I feel felt a cart, mm-hmm. I'm like cool, got it, no problem. But like sometimes I keep it farther, like farther back or something. Mm-hmm. Um so that was always fun, but I'm also always, like a big kind of like guess brush it off like is making a joke out of it. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, if when you laugh, they know they can laugh and then it's like it kind of diffuses the tension. Yeah. Um so that happened quite a bit, but for the most part, it's like it- that was never a big deal um and kind of a funny thing was um like if I was asked to do like a flower wrap at a till I would have to like I would grab the flowers and we'd have to walk to like the flower wrapping station where the paper and tape and stuff was um so customers would come up to me and ask me for a flower wrap or I would be asked like from the cashier so I was like reach down grab my cane like whip it out and like grab the flowers and just start walking away and like there's a few times where they're like oh my god okay so sorry and like no, it's all good. Like that's it's part of my job. I can definitely go wrap these flowers for you. Like, and <laughs> I, I know where the station is. I know what's happening, but like, just, you know, like, especially if my head was kind of down, or, like they might not have been able to see like my eyes as much. Mm-hmm. So they might not have actually known I couldn't see. And especially when you whip the cane out, they're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so it was always like secretly a little bit fun to do that. Just kind of like surprise people, but nobody ever like freaked out about that. But I did have one um, I'm sure it happened more than once, but one that really stuck in my head was um, she was like an older lady and like was just not having a good day, which, you know, customers tend to take it out on like the employees, which is not right, but mm-hmm. tends to happen. And I don't even remember the whole detail, but I like I was starting to bag her groceries and I didn't do anything wrong like at all. I was like, you know, there's a certain method that you do to bag a grocery, you know, heavy stuff on the bottom, light stuff on top
3: mm-hmm. and same
2: when you're packing the cart. Because you don't want to squish anything, and I hadn't done anything wrong, and it was like halfway through me loading up her cart, she's like, "Oh my god, are you blind?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, I'm like, "Oh, I'm like just you know packing your cart." She's like, and then she like freaked out and like um, was very uncomfortable with it. Um, just she's like, "You can't do this if you're blind." I'm like I want to talk to your manager and like stormed over to um, the like, the customer service desk and like freaked yeah, out. Like I could hear her like like you know. Wow. yelling and like freaking out and like just didn't think it was right and she I think she thought that I had squished something when I really didn't and I'm like I was always very careful because like mm-hmm. I know how annoying it is to have something of mine squished for groceries like I would never do that to someone and you know they teach us the proper way to do it and the cashier was there the whole time and he like so like when this lady walked away, the cashier was like, you're okay, like I swear you didn't do anything wrong she's just like uncomfortable with the fact that you're there's a blind person packing her groceries basically.
1: Wow. So I was like,
2: and I was only like, I think 15 at the time, 15 or 16. And like, I was still quite like, relatively speaking, quite new to being fully blind.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So like I had like a lot of like the kind of quote unquote blind fumbles were not really in public at that, like at that stage. Mm-hmm. So it was my first, like, so I thought a big blind fumble, even though I didn't actually do anything. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to get in trouble for this? Like, I felt really bad, even though I didn't do anything. Um, i had to have, like, a meeting with, like, the like the manager and the cashier. And um, actually, th- so it's like, they're like, you didn't do anything wrong. Like, don't worry, you're fine. Like, you're, you're obviously not fired or something. You didn't do anything wrong. They just, that person just couldn't handle the fact that it was a blind person wow. doing something in public, basically. But what was really interesting was the next shift I had, this lady's son came in and he was like, probably like 20, 30. And he's like, Hey, like, I just really wanted to apologize on like behalf of my mom. She treated you really poorly. And um, like, uh-huh. I gave her an earful and like, kind of thing. He's like, so I'm really sorry. Um, and I'm like, well, so I didn't expect anything like that. So I was like, it was pretty nice. that he came in and like, apologized yeah. on her behalf. Um, I think that happened a couple of times where people were just like, they're like, Oh my God. Like as soon as like, I would do something, whether I was a little bit of a fumble for an item or I asked for the cart through the cart or I like whipped up the cane for whatever I was doing I think a lot of them would at first be like oh my god like shocked they're like, the blind person but then they would kind of like step back and kind of watch me yeah doing my job and like oh cool she's got it that's and then like after a while like maybe after um I don't know like three four months of working there I had a lot of people come through my tail just to like chat and like, you make the kind of like community connections. Mm -hmm. Um, And like to this day, like I hadn't worked at Safeway for probably like, I think four, five years now and people still come up and like, you worked at Safeway. I'm like, yeah, like five years ago, (laughs) but Hey, like we always came through your tail when we came in. I'm like, Oh, cool. like Nice. Um, So, you know, so like things, it was definitely way more good experiences and like, you know, people were curious. I was fine. I would answer their questions and, definitely a lot more good experiences than bad for sure. Thankfully, but yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really, really cool. I'm I'm just, did you, I mean, I don't know. I've never been taught how to bag groceries, but <laughs> just sort of common sense, but like, mm-hmm. did you, you have to be? sort of like feel all the items on whatever that thing's called? The conveyor belt. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> 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 to figure out what to do first and like what yeah, goes in then- which bag. Yeah, like some So
2: people more often than not will kind of like itemize their groceries as they're putting it on like the conveyor belt. So like they'll put all like the cans together yes. and all the fruit and vegetables together, for example. So usually I would feel every item and, you know, if there's like a can or something heavy, I would put it to the side mm-hmm. or I would load it up for a story. Um, but if it's something light that came down first, I would put it to the side. And if like, right. I never knew, I could never tell obviously how big or small the order was. Yeah. You know, it might only be one bag, it might be like a whole gigantic cart full. I there's yeah. no way I would have I could know. So I'd just start like any heavy stuff I'd start bagging instantly. Any light stuff, I would put aside until I kind of got a feel for kind of what the order might look like. Mm-hmm. Um and then just like any light stuff goes on top. There was always especially and any eggs and bread, you always if you can, you always put in like you know in the carts there's like that little kid seat spot. Yes. Yeah. Um, especially eggs and bread you always put up there. Or there's like these little kind of nubs that ha- are part of that seat. You would hang them off there. Um, and thankfully I have never tried to put anything on top of a child. Um, <laughs> like, some people are concerned, like like let's say I was feeling a card to see, like, and I always would check with my hands first to make sure there was nothing, you know, because mm-hmm. people put their like their purses and stuff there too. Yeah yeah it's like if there was a purse or a child I'd be like okay cool and like not gonna squish the child (laughs) um so and sometimes the kids wanted to hold something and I'm like if the parents were fine with it I would hand it to the kid maybe not the eggs (laughs) Definitely not the eggs definitely order the bread never eggs and bread (laughs) like here hold this roll of toilet paper
0: or whatever
2: (laughs) squish this all you want and like even like when you know the bags of the groceries were the bags were full You would also like load the cart in the same way where it would be all the heavy stuff on the bottom. You know, you would know, okay, this bag to the right is all the light stuff. And I would kind of like, left is heavy, right is light. It was really fun because like the more experience I had, with it, the faster I got. And I was like, you know, let's see. It was kind of more of the game to see if I could get all the groceries bagged and put in the cart before the person would pay. <laughs> so it, was like a fun little game. it was good, but yeah, That's no, cool. it, it, worked out pretty well that way.
1: I bet people wanted to see you in action. Like, yeah. let's see how <laughs> she does that. Like, I bet it was fascinating to watch.
2: Well, it was so fun. Cause like, especially if I had, you know, won the race where like they were still paying and like, I would have them if they didn't have a cart and their groceries were just kind of lined up in the bags, on um, like against the counter mm-hmm. or edge of the counter. I'd be like, hi, here!" like I would like, hold the bag out to them and be like, oh, okay. Like, you, know, you can kind of tell they're like, not used to that.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm Like, hi, here's your bag. Have a good day. <laughs> like, it was so fun. So yeah. That's awesome. Um, Acacia, did you, have you ever had a difficult customer or a situation like Jill just described?
3: If there was something that someone asked me for help with that I was like, it's going to take me way longer to do this or whatever like just practically i think i'd usually ask someone else to help like if someone had like lost their phone in a dark theater i was like this isn't this isn't for me so i don't think i ever had any experiences like where people were angry because of my vision just like
1: i wonder if if maybe you'd even have well like jill because you it mm-hmm. was obvious well eventually to people <laughs> that you were blind um, yeah. if you would have if, if that would make people nicer, I don't know. I'm just like, I mean, there's no way to know if you'd have like yeah. nicer customers because they are feeling some empathy for you or. It
2: kind of goes like, there's kind of three different like groups that that kind of played out with. So one, you either had the overly nice, like trying to be too helpful, even though it's my, on the one doing the job, not them. But mm-hmm. they were like, kind of trying to step in and help. Like, oh, well, this just where I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, no, yeah, it's my job. Like, let yeah. me do it. um but like if they really wanted to do it they could do it it's like the overly like oh you're blind oh my god I'm so sorry let's help you kind of group or be like the really awkward like no conversation like get out of there as soon as you can kind of group yeah (laughs) or (laughs) basically or um but also because I grew up in like a small town and a lot of people knew like you know my family and they knew me so I'd have a lot of like family and friends come through my chill just to say hi (laughs) Mm. um and, like, they obviously all knew I was blind. I am like, you're fine. You got this. Like, you don't need to help. Like, I don't need to help you do your job, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um so, so, like, you definitely got the, like, I got my fair share of overly polite and awkward. Like, oh, my God, you're so, you're blind. You're so amazing for begging my groceries. Right, yes. Um, or I got, like, the, the really awkward people who, like, grab the bag and just, like, rush out of there because they're so uncomfortable. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just feel like have a good day, <laughs> like, no matter who it was. So, it's, like, I got my little snarky comment in you know yeah part of working in the bakery is um
3: when when I'm closing by myself and the cake center people Mm. aren't there then I also like get the cakes out of the case for the people and like put them in the packages and put the labels on them and whatever but um you have to for not all the labels are on the back of the case you have to walk in front of them and look at the actual price tags um to get the the like five digit code Mm. but when I go out there like I have to like I'm like like I have my face like an inch from the price tags mm, right. and sometimes I even have to pull out my phone magnifier so I feel like it's like the most obvious there and like the people behind me are like I'll just like go in front of them and be like sorry I just gotta grab this and like I get a combination of like yeah like like Jill said the overly friendly or the like slightly uncomfortable and like for the most part it's okay but like then I feel like after, if it takes me, like if I have to, once in a while, the code won't work and I have to go back and forth a couple of times, <laughs> then they're like, like <laughs> they can't like be mad at me for taking longer because it's not, like, it's not my fault or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Yeah, I definitely do get a mix of those reactions. And some people are annoyed, but like, it's not, like, it's not like anything, like, it's not like it's my fault that the code didn't work and I have to go back and forth or whatever. So <laughs>
1: How do you, cause okay, all of those experiences you guys are describing, I would feel really self-conscious. And I'm also thinking of the, you know, overshooting the, taking the tickets from people at the movie theater or like feeling around for the groceries or knowing people are watching me while I'm begging or any of those scenarios. Like, how do you, do you feel self-conscious? You know, you're being watched, you know, it's, you're doing it differently than most people And if so, like, how do you, how do you, how do you deal with that?
2: I think for me, I'm a very like outgoing, chatty, like uh, energetic person, I guess you could say. So like, so I would purposely make conversations um, with the customer if they weren't already talking to the cashier or like I would jump in to the conversation. We like the three of us would have a Mm. nice little chat while we'd be doing their order. So that was my way of like, of kind of defusing any kind of awkwardness or tension I'm talkative enough where I could keep a conversation going for the majority of like of the order Mm -hmm. um so I I found like just me naturally
1: just being chatty (laughs) helped a lot with that um was was that intentional or is that um, or is it just not that uncomfortable for you and so you're just able to I think
2: it I think it was of a combination like if I felt like they were really awkward and uncomfortable I would try like harder to make a conversation mm-hmm. um but you know for the most part like part of our training is like you talk to them you try and like hey how's your day going like have a good day see, mm-hmm. like see you next time like that's kind of was part of part of the job because you know I'm still my hands are moving my arms are moving and I'm kind of walking from the counter to the cart and stuff as I'm talking
1: yeah
2: um and like you know like I know like social Cues in the sense of like you look kind of towards the person when you're talking, but like I also didn't have to worry about that as much because like I'm and you busy. know I'm moving around and busy, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I think it kind of came more natural. But like if it was super awkward and they weren't really making the effort of like okay, cool, whatever, like I'll just stop talking and just you can kind of tell, but you can kind of get the feel for the person like the, the way that they like answer, um, like hey, how like hi, how are you? Like from the way they answer, you can kind of get a feel for I guess mm-hmm. their mood and like if they're like kind of grumpy and don't feel like they want to talk I'll just like you know pretty much just keep quiet do my job and just say have a good day if they're like I'm so good how are you how's your day going like if they're also chatty yeah it was like effortless um but like I think I think a lot of the time like I knew people were watching but I didn't it wasn't an obvious thing um it's like it's not like I could you know there's a whole crowd around me watching me it's (laughs) <laughs> like if they, yeah. from the next chill over or something like maybe they're like they're like oh that's a blind girl and like they kind of watch for a couple seconds or something um and i would get you know like oh you're the blind girl like i would get that a lot like yeah hey how's it going like i would just kind of play like roll yeah. with it
1: yeah.
2: um but i generally just like don't really get like upset or offended easily by that kind of thing
1: what about you acacia do you feel self-conscious and how do you deal with um, that
2: so i'm not like naturally a super
3: outgoing person but um like Jill said I think yeah I just being friendly sort of helps with that like I feel like as soon as you start acting like awkward and self-conscious about it then you have more to be self-conscious about but like I'm just like friendly the whole time I'm like if you have a problem with this it's like it's your problem you know like mm-hmm. and just being like like when I'm like like have to like go close to read the tags and stuff like I feel like if I like look like uncomfortable or look like like I'm like embarrassed about it then it it's a lot worse than if I just like act like it's normal and like you know once in a while I'll like misjudge uh turning a corner while I'm pulling one of the wheelers and like walk into a door frame or whatever (laughs) and just sort of like you know laugh it off like if
2: anyone's there just sort of smile at them and be like whoops and then you Mm -hmm. know carry on and wow I I think like one of my favorite things that I would do is um if I was doing a parcel pickup where like someone would drive their car up to like this door and I would like bring their cart from the, like the, the cash register over to the door. But like, I would still need to use my cane. Like I can't just push a cart like a normal person. Cause I was so totally would clap would crash. So I would grab the cart from like its back end. Mm. Um, and like with my, like drag my it. empty hand and drag it behind me. Yeah. And it was like, I always feel like people, and, like I could tell if there was other cart. like I had my cane in front of me. So, and it wasn't really that far from like the checkouts to, um, like the parcel pickup door. And it was just like, I just always like had a little bit of a smirk on my face. because I knew it was like super, it, it looked really funny. Yeah. And it was not like the proper way to push a cart or pull a cart or whatever. Um, and then even like with, you know, cause there's a kind of a little room that you bring the cart into and then you'd open the outside door. So I would like, I wouldn't just bring the cart down with me cause I would, you know, you could there's a little ramp that you have to bring the cart down, and like if the car is too close or too far, you can mm-hmm. either hit the car with the cart or the cart could go rolling. Right. Um, so it's like I'm just gonna check out the situation first, and you know like that whatever customer is in the car, they could see me with a cane, anyways.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. So it was always kind of like a fun situation to like just drag this cart behind me in front of a whole bunch of people. <laughs> it was just always like so entertaining
1: wow what was their reaction when you'd get out there with their cart where they sit in their car and you would put the groceries into yeah their car? would so they, they rush would out up. and be like oh no no it's okay <laughs> sometimes they would and
2: sometimes yeah. like um sometimes you know it might be a little bit of fumbling to like figure out how to open open the trunk or like the mm-hmm. back hatch um and like i'd feel around to make sure there's nothing else i would put the groceries on top of like right that kind of thing um but honestly, it was like a lot more flawless than I expected it would be. And I've had them be like, Oh, I need any help. I'm like, no, I got it. They're like, okay, cool. Um, and then, you know, like you, when you're done, you just close the
1: hatch and like bring the cart back into the room and there you go. So, um, I feel like you meant somebody mentioned earlier, maybe having certain tasks that might be difficult and oh yeah Mm -hmm. like at the KFC having Mm -hmm. you know you can't read the cash register so somebody else is Mm -hmm. reading out the orders or whatever were there ever jobs that either of you would do to sort of like compensate for the (laughs) fact that maybe there were things you couldn't do like did you did you have to sign up for something do extra of something else
0: for
2: um so for Safeway like one thing I could never do was like if a customer would come up to me and ask like oh where can I find this like I have no idea um so I'd be like whatever other like clerk was there like hey what aisle is this in like whatever right so that Mm -hmm. was fine I don't think I ever did like like extra
3: jobs but I always made sure that everything I was doing was done really well like Mm -hmm. made sure I was on it for like the theater checks and the bathroom checks or like at work um one of my, one of the gross things I have to do while closing the bakery is spray down all the floor mats, like put, pick them up and put them in the sink and then like spray them down mm. at the end of my shift. Um, and I'm always like, oh no, I'm going to miss stuff. So I just like do it for like, I, I try and do that really thoroughly, which then it sprays in my face and it's gross, but, um, <laughs> you know, but, um, like just stuff like that or like making sure like when I'm sweeping, like, even if I can't like necessarily see that there's like stuff on the ground. I'm like, I know that it's there. So just making sure that I like am thorough and that I'm on it all the time. Like Mm. just trying to like make sure that all the parts of my job are done like to the best of my ability so that it's like making up for that. Like just making sure that I'm like, you know.
2: Yeah. And I would do something similar with like when I was, you know, I thought the order was done. There's no more groceries coming down the conveyor belt. I'd do like one big left to right kind of arcing sweep with my hand. Mm-hmm. um like slowly so in case I was something I wouldn't like knock it over so I always like did like one extra sweep with my hand just to make sure there was nothing left that I missed or something mm-hmm. so, similar to Acacia where like you just feel like because you have a bit of a limitation like you want to make sure you do it well and you you don't want to miss anything right and yeah with vision yeah. you tend to, to miss things often so it's like you find ways to re- to really make that not apparent um yeah
1: and how did coworkers respond? Like if you did need to have a little bit of help from somebody from time to time, were people pretty generous with that? Were they pretty like nice about it? Or were people grumbly?
2: I, the only thing people were ever really grumbly about is when we, um like we would have boxes of like those, at the time, like those plastic bags that we have to put on like the holders mm. at the end of the till. And like, if it's a new box, you actually need to open it. And they were too scared to give me like an exacto knife to open the box, the Uh, the boxes with. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'm like, I I, I can handle a knife. Like it's all right. Um, (laughs) like never cut myself. I swear. But for the most part, my coworkers were like, it was they were really understanding and like they would offer help. And if I said no, I got it. Then like, okay, cool, sounds good. Like see you on break or something. Um, I yeah, overall just had a really good experience with like all my coworkers, aside from like a couple of little things. I How
3: feel like you? overall I've had like pretty good experiences. Like they're there definitely like, I feel like there's only a thing once in a while, like when the boxes are up really high and I can't like see the labels, even when I'm on the ladder, then like I'll ask someone to get it for me. So I don't take down like, you know, just cause more work for everyone. One time I did have like on one of my first grocery shifts, I was asking them where the exact, or not the exact knives, so the box cutters were. And they were like, oh, I don't think you need one tonight. And I was like, huh? And then I had to like pry the boxes open, like with the taped up boxes with my hands, all that shift. And I was like, guys, I can use a knife. I know how to use a knife, but um, I remember like a couple times when I was working at the movie theater and like there'd be two, there'd be three of us and two of, uh, two of them were cleaning theaters and one person was taking tickets when the scanner died and you had to read everyone's really fast and like, make sure they had the right date and stuff. Mm. I'd like go ask someone to switch with me. Cause I'm like, I can read them, but it's going to take me longer. And that's not going to be effective right now. And like, everyone is always really understanding about that. And, you know, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had anyone be like annoyed that I asked them for something, but I'm always really apologetic. And like everything that I do, I haven't had anyone be not nice about it.
1: Yeah. That's really good. Wow. I feel really hopeful hearing <laughs> these examples and your, your situations. Cause I don't know. It's just really encouraging to hear that. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought like, I wouldn't have thought of a totally blind grocery bagger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that was, could be a thing, even though mm. no limits and all that jazz. It's like, <laughs> it's really, really awesome to hear of such a thing. And partially sighted person cleaning the theater like I don't know I just think it's great do you have any advice for somebody who is blind or partially sighted who wants to work in a job where they're going to be dealing with the public Um, any advice for them I think like
2: especially at the interview stage um, like people you know especially employers like that's something like safety wise they need to know it could be a like a certain, there could be some issues relating to that safety wise. I, I I think like just piece of advice would be to disclose that in whatever way you're comfortable like during that process. And like some people might be turned on by turned off by it, and being comfortable. But that's been kind of just explained. Like no, like I understand like your concern, but like this is how I would adapt to it. And they love to hear ways that you would adapt or adjust to certain tasks. Um because that instantly makes them more comfortable like okay we that like that can be figured out um and i think just being i don't know like just being even if you're not fully comfortable or confident like putting up that kind of front makes people more comfortable with you and like that's annoying and like society kind of sucks that way but like it especially with customers because customers can easily go one way or the other with their reactions towards like your visual impairment or disability or whatever um that's I've kind of always found that like just you know being open and like just putting up a kind of a little bit of a brave face about it made them more comfortable. And then next time they came in, they like it would no longer be an issue. So then like more and more people understood how it worked and you know less and less people were grumpy and weird about it. You know, as hard as it can be, as scary as it can be, just give it a shot. Cause eventually you're gonna find somewhere that's gonna take you. And grocery stores from you know <laughs> this conversation seems to be quite decent. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: I do know another visually impaired person that works at a grocery store. Yeah, so, see? Yeah, actually I, <laughs> two others I've heard of that have. See? So yeah, that's- Grocery stores are the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, Acacia, do you have advice? Um. Yeah, I think like, I mean, not,
3: especially if you're in a smaller place with less options. I feel like like not everyone obviously has this luxury to like, you know, pick and choose where they work. But I found like- by the end of like, you know, spending months and months trying to get a job, I was like, well, maybe I should just take this volunteer work and take this stuff off my resume. And I was like, almost doing that. But I was sort of like, no, like, I think if a company like, if they just see that, and decide, like, I'm not going to hire you because of this, then that might not those probably aren't the people that you want to be working for. Like, mm-hmm. if they can't even be open minded enough to give you an interview, then like, I feel like you're probably better off looking for somewhere that, will, and, you know, like I found it eventually and it was great, but um, also like, I know not everyone's like comfortable doing this and it's completely understandable, but like, if you can just really being open about your vision, both to your employers, um, sorry, employees, and also customers, you know, just trying to be friendly and trying to be like, yeah, this is how it is. Like, this is maybe what I'm going to need extra help with, but also finding ways to bring up like, I know I try and bring up like whenever I can, like in an interview or whatever, like because of my vision, I actually, you know, I have a better memory and I have good problem solving skills and like, it can be an asset and it doesn't have to be this big thing. And just trying to sort of make it normal, make it like, you know, this is how it is. This is where I might need a bit extra
1: help. And this is what I might be actually better at. And mm-hmm. I think, you know. love that. So true. Ah, thanks. Uh, thanks you guys. I, I think I need to take some lessons from you all in, (laughs) in not being Uh, (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious. I'm like super impressed that you're able to kind of be on display in that way and not, and just own it. Like, this is how I do things and this is just normal. And I love that. I think that's so good. That's so important. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your stories with us.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating, especially if you like it, and join us next time.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind